Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome back to the NRL Show, episode 12. I'm your host, Dan Frost, and as always, I'm here supported by the best panel in the business. Full house tonight, we've got Alex, we've got Pierre, and we've got Stacey. Now, straight off the top, guys, we just wanted to quickly talk about our rebrand that we've gone through. So obviously, by now, our listeners would be aware uh, that we've made the shift over. We are now officially Mojo Sports. Uh, Stacey, let's start with you. Let's talk a little bit about it. Obviously, um, exciting news. This is something we've had planned for a little bit now, but um, yeah, great to see it all come together. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, everyone who's worked hard behind the scenes to try and get this rebranded and out uh, as quickly as we have has been amazing. And, you know, we're hoping that the show brings a little bit of mojo to everyone else's game. Uh, We're uh, really, really excited about uh, the future here at the Sports Network. Something that we're also excited about is our underdog leaderboard. So um, just for our new listeners, um, it's nice and easy to go out there and tip the favourites each week. But for us here, each week we tip an underdog and then we keep a bit of a tally of it. We check in on the leaderboard. Um, Alex, just want to skim across to you, my friend. Things are looking a little bit challenging over there. Uh, the Roosters did not quite uh, upset the Rabbitohs, but I guess we'll, we'll we'll leave that for a further discussion tonight because uh, there was a lot to come out of that game. Oh, yeah. I mean, one could say I have no mojo when it comes to tipping the underdogs, but... Uh... <laughs> I, I love it. No, it's... Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a crazy game of football, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, that tonight as well as, uh, as well as the future games there. And, uh, and then, yeah, I was able to finally, uh, finally grab a win last week with uh, the Cowboys upsetting uh, the Dragons last week. Um, again, two inconsistent teams. But, um, yeah, great to see for Todd Payton. Uh, as I said last week, he is a high-quality coach. Uh, the results haven't exactly gone his way towards the back end of the season, but um, that's the thing for some of these teams. If they can finish the season with, with a couple of wins, uh, that's a huge morale boost going into the preseason. All right, guys. Well, look, let's jump into our first segment for tonight, uh, the breakdown. Uh, The breakdown is where we uh, feature uh, two key games uh, within the upcoming round. And this week, we're looking at the final regular season round of the NRL. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, went to plan at all. Um, and they run through our ass like sh- through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, Parramatta are probably feeling a little bit that way. But on the other side, they, they've certainly been putting it to uh, their opposition uh, with a huge upset win uh, last week against the Melbourne Storm, which... Uh, yeah, it makes this clash uh, against the Penrith Panthers, the Battle of the West, this uh, this makes this quite an interesting clash. Uh, Alex, going to start with you. Obviously, you know, it's you know, it, it's very difficult when it, when a when a team goes through a bit of a losing streak. I guess no one sees, you know, how they can sort of get themselves out of it, but I guess it's just a credit to coach Brad Arthur and the team for fighting their way through this because, you know, Parramatta the last couple of weeks have been really impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's always tough when you lose, as you said, right? And especially when you go on loss after loss and it was just, it was becoming painful to watch to some, to some point. Um, but, but to come back and be able to put it to the storm like they did this past week was impressive. I think it just 
goes to show that, you know, something just worked for them at training this week. Something just worked for them in the games. I think they were able to capitalize on errors, um, which was kind of inconsistent for Storm, but good for, for Parramatta. But, yeah, it, it was a shock win, that's for sure. Didn't see that one coming. Stacey, the last round of the regular season, it's always an interesting one, and I guess it's a bit of a, a case-by-case basis in terms of where you are on the ladder in terms of, you know, whether you rest players or you play your full squad, um, you know, it, it, it's all, it always comes down to where you are on the ladder. It's a bit of an interesting situation for both the Panthers and the Parramatta Reels because after the Storms lost last week, uh, the Storm and Penrith, they're tied uh, first on 42 points. Obviously, uh, there's a bit of a difference there with the points differential, but I guess Penrith, they'll want to win this game because if the Sharks were to upset the Storm, they'd be able to claim the minor premiership here. Yeah, definitely. And I um, I think, you know, it flips on the other side too that the Eels need to win this game to prove that their comeback is legit. So it's kind of like it's an interesting uh, dynamic of the potential game, whether, you know, what the outcome will be is is who anyone's guess because this is what we love about this time of the year. Anything is possible. You know, everything you look at a game, like you look at the storm and eels game and think, okay, that's, that's improbable. It's very improbable that the eels will win, but it's not impossible. And that's what I love about sport. And Pierre, I guess, you know, all teams, you know, this last game of the regular season, they've all got to find different motivations. So for Penrith, it's potentially to win the minor premiership. um, If there was an upset uh, in the, in the storm, uh, Sharks game and then to Stacey's point you know for Parramatta you know they're trying to yeah they're trying to uh, hold down a uh, or trying to break into that top four position but also too they're trying to build some momentum coming into the finals but you know we've got to ask the question if you were Brad Arthur how would you handle this would you try and do everything you can to, to win this game do you think it's not not worth risking players would you rest players how would you handle uh, this game if you were Brad Arthur? Yeah, look, I think coming off the the big win that they had um, over the Storms is obviously added to their confidence and their players. I think Brad Arthur should just maintain and keep going down the path that he's going because I think it's going to work in their favour and hopefully, like you said, push them up into the top four. Yeah, it's going to be going to be really, really interesting. And, uh, you know, I, I think rugby league is a better game if some of these Western Sydney clubs are really performing. There's just a buzz in the community. Uh, we all know about the lockdown situation at the moment. So it's a bit of a morale boost. There's a lot of really passionate rugby league supporters out there. So, you know, it's great to see some of these teams, um, you know, doing really well. Um, and it's going to be going to be one hell of a game. All right, guys, well, let's try and tip this one. It is going to be a little bit trickier than probably what we thought, you know, a few weeks ago. Alex, going to start with you. Uh, what's your tip in this one, uh, Panthers or Eels? I'm, I think this could be a close game. You know, I think based on what the Eels kind of did last week uh, and that momentum they'll have behind them, if they've got the right players on the field, I could see it being close. But I think it might come down to the kicking game. And I think with Cleary being on point, if they're on point, between the two kickers and Moses and Cleary, I think Panthers might just edge it out. Yeah, it's going to be particularly interesting. I'm going to go with the Parramatta Eels here um, in an upset. I, I think there's there's a little bit of a mentality where, you know, and I'd, I'd be sort of doing this if I was Brad Arthur, no one expects you to win. So just like last week, everyone expects you to lose. So why not just go out there and, and just, just throw caution to the win, uh, be, win because, you know, like I said, every, everyone thinks you're going to lose. So just go out there and play football. And, um, yeah, I, I think their last couple of performances have been really impressive. Penrith, though, they're, they're going to be some serious competition. But, yeah, I, I see a little bit of an upset there with, uh, with Parramatta. Uh, Pierre, what's your tip in this one, the Battle of the West? 
Yeah, Dan, I think I'm going to go with you on this one. Just purely because Parramatta, um, you know, you can't really dictate or say who, who's going to win based off their last performance. And I think because they've taken Storm back, I think they're really going to be running off the confidence of winning off the back end of last week. And, I mean, they've got Fergo back and seeing Fergo do his magic has been a, has obviously lifted the eels and has been able – that obviously contributed to their win last week. So I'm tipping them to win. Stacey? Yeah, look, I'm going to have to go the eels as well just because uh, the eels look like they're a different team when Mitchell Moses came back from origin and came back from injury. And uh, he's just, he's running with the team with this confidence that we haven't seen, you know, and I think they're back. I think it's legit. Um, But also, you know, it is going to come down to the kicking game. And and if you guys have noticed by watching the Panthers the last couple of games, Cleary is really trying something new when it comes to feeding the scrum. Um, So he's trying to create that overlap on one of the sides by running around the scrum, but they're doing it in a really interesting way that they've been practicing. I've watched them practice this in the last couple of games. And then in today's game as well, he was intentionally kicking at the posts, which I love because it's just like a 50-50 ball, what's going to happen. I love it. Um, So I think that – Plus, they had so many errors. Pandas have had so many errors the last week or so that I don't know where they're going to be for next week. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put my money on on the eels for this one in the upset. Yeah, and, and here's what I would say on, on Penrith. I think one of the things that isn't getting spoke about, and I think Stacey, you touched on it, is that they are very Nathan Cleary centric at the moment. Um, he cannot afford to have a bad game. And everyone sees that as not being a problem because Nathan Cleary doesn't have a bad game. It's That's just a big risk coming into the finals. Look, I think Nathan's clutch. I think he will continue to play well. But when you're in a position where if just one player has a bad night, you know, you're not going to be the same football team. And I think that's definitely the situation with Penrith. So, um, look, it's going to be interesting. Um, Nathan, that, that that shoulder injury seems to be holding together nicely. So hopefully that continues to do that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I, think Pen, uh, I think Parramatta are going to get the upset there. All right, guys, well, let's jump through now to our next feature game. And this one, it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? So we've got the Canberra Raiders coming up against the Sydney Roosters. Now, you know, the Sydney Roosters, they have been, well, they flooded the media this week after what was a very dramatic game uh, last year. Alex, this is your football team, so I'm going to give you the first opportunity to talk about this one. Um, look, let's start with what everyone has been talking about. Well, uh, I, I, they've been talking about quite heavily over the last week, and that was the Joseph Manu Latrell uh, Mitchell situation. Look, what's your thoughts on this situation? Did you think it was a li- deliberate act from Luttrell? Uh What were your other takeaways from the incident? Uh, look, as we were talking about, you know, before uh, between us, I don't think he came over to fracture his jaw. <laughs> I don't think that was intention. It was his, it was his intention. Um, I think he wanted to stop him in any way that he could. He wanted to be kind of a speed bump in his way, if you will. And he just came in with the force that he does, you know, when he, when he makes his tackles, he's coming in with a lot of force and a lot of speed when he makes most tackles. But I think just the angle and the way he came in on this tackle and, and, and the way it looked based on where the cameras were sitting, I, I think, you know, it obviously is pretty bad now that he's got, the Roosters probably has the, the cheek injury, but yeah, it, it was not fun to watch. That's for sure. Stacey, I guess now we've just got to look forward because, you know, Trent Trent Robinson, he didn't miss. He didn't miss the referees that night. He was very, very upset, um, and, you know, quite rightly so. There was obviously a few mistakes that were made on the night. But 
you know, now, now I guess we've got to, again, we've, we've got to look forward. You know, the, like I've said um, all, all year, if, if, this, if this injury toll happened to any other club, effectively they'd be competing for the wooden spoon, yet the Roosters find themselves, you know, uh, in, in, in a finals race, they'll be playing finals football. Where to now for Trent? Because this has got to be quite deflating, you know, beyond the fact that they're coming off a big loss, but losing Joseph Manu, um, who who you know, was one of their, their last remaining stars, that's uh, that's quite challenging. So talk to us a little bit about what Trent will be focusing on this week to try, to try and boost morale coming into an important clash against the Raiders. Yeah, look, you know, following the loss of Manu, who really was like their shining beam of hope um, and just he was so fun to watch. Robertson, I I don't know what strategy he's going to take. Is he going to rest everyone that he can spare for the finals run, which is a little bit hard when you have no players? Um, you know, and, and everyone's had these seasons where you are literally fixing a boat with Band-Aids as a result of injuries. And there's seasons where you get to the big dance or get close to what potentially could have been with just damn good luck. But the Roosters literally have no players left. So Robinson's going to have to, like I said, the last time we spoke about the Roosters and Trent Robinson and what he's going to do is he has to go inside that coach mentality and talk to them. I don't know what's left to be said. It's, um, like, no, it, just it, go out and do it. Yeah, like exactly right. But I think, um, you know, what's just been so impressive is he's been able to, and I think this is how he's been able to demonstrate that he's a lead coach, is he's been able to pull a young guy out of reserve grade, fill him full, full of confidence as, as if he's a 150-game veteran. Uh, and and those some of those younger players that have come out, you know, uh, they, they've just been um, so impressive. But this does look really challenging. And Pierre, that's a really interesting point that Stacey made in terms of resting. You know, each club is in a unique situation. You've really got to assess it and determine whether you run the risk of injuring players. To Stacey's point, if you could find some 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 uh, some younger players to fill some gaps, maybe this is a good opportunity for the Roosters to, you know, rest some players and freshen up for the finals. Yeah, look, I think um, I'm with Stacey. I don't know what he's going to do now, just purely because of the situation that he's in. I mean, he can definitely plug the holes with all these newer players or younger players to kind of help sustain his team in, in the in the position that they are on the ladder. But I don't know, is that going to cause more injuries to the team? Is that going to be more of a... Is that going to be more of a negative thing versus a positive thing? I, I don't know. I actually don't know what Trent's going to do now. It's it's so hard because, you know, we all know that if you don't rest players and you go out there and just one player gets injured, I mean, that's just – it's just crushing. So, look, fingers crossed, regardless of what Trent does there, that everyone gets through unscathed because, uh, yeah, the Roosters have been put through the ringer this season. Now, one team that will not be resting players is the Canberra Raiders because they are in – a red hot battle uh, for a final spot in the top eight, Alex. In fact, you know this is you know there's there's a little bit of this is such an interesting story that they're equal eighth uh, with the Cronulla Sharks on 22 competition points, but the way in which the for and against um, is situated, uh, they probably can't catch them. So, you know, a lot of people are expecting the Storm to beat the Sharks. So realistically, here it is: the Canberra Raiders have got to beat the Roosters. Uh, for a spot in the finals, I guess you know from a coach's perspective, you like to have it in your own destiny, in your own hands, and um, that's the that's the situation that Canberra find themselves in. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is just one of those games where, as a coach, you just have said to your players, "Hey, just go out and and give it your all." You know, there's there's really nothing to lose for them at this point. You know, um, so if they can't if they want to bring off that win against the Roosters, who are kind of a depleted team right now, I think 
this is their best chance to do it. Um, but they've got to kind of come out guns blazing, everybody giving 110%. And they've got to play like this is kind of their grand final, if you will. You know, they've just got to go out there and, and and do everything they can to win that game to just make it into the top eight. Stacey, it's hard to it's hard to know coming into these these games. You know, the last game of the season. You know, who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Who's going to be rested? Who's not? Uh, but yeah, you know, obviously the Raiders in such an important game are probably going to feel their full side. Well, one of their star players, who if he performs at his best, they win most of their games, is Josh Papali'i. If we look at last week, fifty eight minutes. 14 runs, 179 metres, 81 of that uh, post-contact, which is, you know, very close to, um, you know, half of his metres were, were post-contact uh, at four tackle breaks and uh, 32 tackles. You know, I, I guess he isn't at that glamour Sydney club, but, you know, th- th- this is literally one of the best, uh, one of the best players in the competition. Definitely. I mean, big papa. Who can forget that try-saving rundown with the chariots of fire back in track? I mean, I was working in the bunker that game and I lost it for Josh Papali'i. Um, you know, he's such a force to be reckoned with. Um, and what I like is he's signed until 2024. And again, he's he's not that that standout glamour player aside from when, you know, he makes really awesome try-saving tackles. But he is Mr. Gets the Job Done. Right. And I think, uh, you know, it, it's quite interesting how, you know, some players, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, ultimately the, the best in the competition, but they avoid the spotlight a little bit. And maybe that's exactly where he needs to be to be able to um, to play his best. But no, look, the way that I see it is that, um, you know, the Canberra Raiders, they have had, uh, it's been a crazy se- a season for them. I mean, again, if, you know, you, you talk about some of the challenges that the Roosters have had, the Canberra Raiders uh, main halfback there there I guess that's one of the the most important positions on the field he left he's gone back to the UK so you know the 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 Raiders don't have their halfback they've been filling it with a couple of guys who have been around for a little bit now um so again you know as we as we speak about each week with the Canberra Raiders um a lot of pressure uh falls back to uh falls back to Jack White and all right guys well look let's tip this one um again it's going to be very interesting to see how this one pans out um Alex we'll, we'll go to you because your team is involved uh who's your tip in this one uh Raiders or Roosters Oh, I got to go with my Roosters. I have to. I think Ken Robinson keeps pulling stuff out of nowhere every time a player gets injured and everyone's like, oh, they're out. They can't do it. He finds somebody somewhere, you know, in like a deep, dark That's right. <laughs> locker no, it, somewhere. It, so it, mine is the Roosters. That's it. He's, he's just put out an advertisement this week. You know, if you uh, if you can catch the ball and you know you can sort of put your body in front and make some sort of tackle, uh, please email Trent Robinson at thecityroosters.com.au because he is he's certainly looking for some players. Uh, Pierre, what's your tip in this one? Again, a, a lot's on the line for Canberra. This is do or die. You know, if they win, potentially they're into the finals. What's your tip in this one? Yeah, look, I think I'm going to back Alex in this one. I know that you know Trent backed in this uh, sticky situation in the corner. I know earlier I did say that I don't know what he's going to do, but to Alex's point, he's going to pull something out of the bag. And I think even if he doesn't, I think with what the Roosters currently have, unfortunately they're still going to win over the, over the Raiders anyway. So I think the current talent that they have will still be a lot better. I, I still think that they would beat Raiders. And Stacey, what's your thoughts on this one? Is this Teddy Ball, get the board to Tedesco and, and hope, or do you think the Raiders can uh, get the job done? Yeah, look, I really think it's going to come down to, you know, that forward pack. You know, uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves is, is going to have a, a tough job 
ahead of him. You know, him and Tedesco really stepped up and co-captained, unofficially co-captained this team this year. Um, you know, and Roosters fans will never, you'll, you'll never say it, but, you know, Jared Warrior Hargraves is a bit of a grub, but you need that when the going gets tough. So, I mean, look, when you're trying to hold together a team that's made of Swiss cheese, like, I don't think it's necessarily a give the ball to Teddy situation because we all know how that goes down. It's kind of like giving the ball to Teddy. And then when you shut that down, what's the other option? But, I mean, it's going to be an interesting game. That's for sure. But I'm taking, I'm going to take the Roosters because I believe in magic. All right, guys. Well, let's jump into our final segment now, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Yeah, and it's closing time on the regular season of the NRL. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's been a it's been a really interesting year. There's there, there's been so many stories, and I'm sure there's more to come out of this round. All right, guys. Well, let's jump into the remainder of the games uh, for this round, and it starts with the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Melbourne Storm. And we talk about you know the Canberra Raiders fighting for 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 that eighth spot. The Sharks are in the exact same situation. Stacey, going to start with you. This is a really interesting one. You know, you you, you never know what's going to happen. You know, whether you find yourself in a dead rubber situation, but this game. It's going to have a lot because, you know, Cronulla are fighting for a top eight spot. And let's just say that the Melbourne Storm players, they would have copped some sort of spray from Craig Bellamy last week after that shock loss against Parramatta. Oh, look, you can imagine the words that would have been said. And I think in the, in the press conferences, you know, he was embarrassed. And, of course, you would be. And, like, you just lost your 20th win streak to a team that didn't deserve it in the first place. I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to go out there and put your stars out there and, and really prove the point home that that was just a fluke. You know, we're here to stay. We're going to take home the premiership. What do you do? Um, it's going to be an interesting game to watch, that's for sure. And what's your tip in this one? I'm I'm going to take the Sharks. Yeah, in the upset, huh? I like in it. In the upset. Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, again, we've seen improbable and impossible things happen this week. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm, I'm going to go the Storm. Uh, I, I think 13 plus. Uh, I think you know they're going to they're going to bounce back. Um, Alex, from all reports, uh, Cameron Munster's ears are still ringing from the spray that he received from Craig Bellamy. But uh, but you know, to Stacey's point, you know, Cronulla, you know, they're going to be desperate to try and play finals football after you know losing their coach at the start of the season and the crazy year that they've had. Um, yeah, what's your tip in this one? I mean, yeah, they could they could come out guns blazing. I just don't think they have kind of that. Um, X factor that the Eels do. So for me, I'm going to go with the Storm because I think, you know, after the kind of the ringing out that the boys got last week based from their coaching staff, I'm sure that they're going to come back and go, yeah, we don't want that again. And Pierre, what, what's what's your one? What's your and Pierre, what's your tip for this one? Yeah, this is easy for me, Dan. I'm tipping the Storms to win. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think I have to say much. I think. It, it says it in itself, and unfortunately for the Sharks, I, I don't think they're going to make, make the top eight. Yeah, no, that, that is fair enough. All right, guys, well, let's step through now to the next game. And as I say, every week it involves uh, the best NRL franchise in the entire world, the Newcastle Knights face the Brisbane Broncos. Again, another interesting clash. Uh, we're going to start with Alex. Uh, what's your tip in this one? This is going to be my underdog tip, but I picked the Broncos to win this one. Sorry, Dan, I know they're your team. Um, but, yeah, I'm picking the Broncos to beat the Knights on this one. 
It does it does hurt. I've got to go with my Knights, but I will say we are the worst performing five game win streak team of all time. I mean on paper we've won all these games, but if you're watching this if you're watching this team play, it, it is it, it's it's not great. I mean, look what I would say the defense is looking good, but again, um, you know, we're trying to get this attack to fire. Um, we've got the players, but we just can't seem to do it. So, look, hopefully this is the week that we kind of can uh, address that. But, uh, yeah, certainly not playing too well at the moment. Um, Stacey, thoughts on this one, the boys from the Hunter or Brisbane Broncos? Yeah, look, I'm going to take the Broncos on this one, but I don't think that the Knights are going to be out of it completely. And I would put some money on Mitchell Pierce to score because he always does in these sorts of games. I'm just leaving a gap so I know when to edit. We had a plane come over just then. Sorry, we're going to have to come back to you. Uh, and Pierre, look, we're just going to – and Pierre, over to you now. So, yeah, what's your thoughts on this one, the boys from the Hunter or the Brisbane Broncos? I'm backing you on this one, Dan. I'm going to go with the Hunter boys. Um, look, I think even though they, have, they haven't they have had a consistent game, I think their game is still better than what the Broncos are producing. And I'm hopeful, and I think they're going to take the win in this one. And, Stacey, we've got a bit of a split group here, which I guess says a lot about where the Knights are at the moment. But what's your thoughts on this game? I'm going to take the Broncos for this one. But I wouldn't I wouldn't not put money on Mitchell Pearce scoring because he does that in these games. Yeah, he does. He just gets, you know, Mitchell just gets frustrated that things are not happening for him. So he's just like, okay, I'll just do it myself and uh, runs over someone. So, um, yeah, no, he, he, he certainly... He's certainly a great player there for the Knights. All right, guys, let's step through now to another game on Saturday, and that is the North Queensland Cowboys uh, who take on Manly Ringer Seagulls. Uh, the Cowboys, obviously, you know, they've had, a, a again, another interesting season, and Manly have just come from nowhere after their difficult start to the year. They've, they've, they've certainly come a long way. Uh, is there anyone brave t- enough to tip against Manly, or am I seeing a clean sweep here? No, I've got Manly all across the board. Yep, all right, straight clean sweep. You know, if there's any punters out there that are, that are brave, uh, certainly have a look at the Cowboys. I'm sure they're going to be at long odds, but yeah, look, Manly are not mucking around. They've they've got um, they've got a lot of uh, quality players. Um, if you haven't had the chance yet, go back and listen to uh, the our last show, the NRL show episode 11, where we actually did a deep dive into their team. Uh, that is certainly one talented football team. All right, guys, and let's step through to the next one where we see the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the red hot South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, taking on the St George Illawarra Dragons, who uh, yeah, have certainly had their own challenges. Uh, Alex, we'll, we'll go around the grounds quickly here because it could be another clean sweep, but interested to hear what your thoughts are, particularly, you know, given the loss of Latrell Mitchell, that that's going to put a bit of a dint in the Rabbitohs. Is that enough to give the Dragons an opportunity or do you see the Rabbitohs getting an easy win here? Oh, yeah, I think the the Dragons could kind of take a, a hit to the to the Bunnies on this one with Latrell being out. Um, you know, that's a big enforcer that the Rabbitohs are kind of losing. So... I still think the Bonnies might edge out just that little bit, just based on who else they have uh, on their squad. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rabbitohs on this one. Yeah, look, I, I definitely got the Rabbitohs to win, but to your point, trying to work out the margins near impossible. You know, you want to naturally say 13 plus, but um, again, if you're looking at this one, this could be a 1 to 12 game just because, you know, don't underestimate the value of Latrell uh, and the Dragons, you know, that they're still going to be playing for pride and they're going to want to um, show their fans what they're capable of of doing after a preseason going into next year. Pierre, thoughts on this game? Yeah, look, I'm back in the Rabbitohs, and I know that they don't have Latrell. I mean, 
to be honest, it will be interesting to see how the Rabbitohs go without Latrell because he is such an aggressive player. He's a talented player. And then having that, um, I guess he was playing through the middle as a fullback and then not having that connection there, it'd be interesting to see how the Rabbitohs go, but I'm backing them all the way in this one. And Stacey, that incident probably costs South Sydney a premiership. Not sure if they can win the comp without Latrell, but uh, they might be able to still get the job done here against your team. What's your thoughts on this one? I think that I'm going to tip the Dragons. I'm going to I'm going to tip the Dragons because I think it's the kids' day out, and I think you were exactly right where you're saying that you know that we want to give the fans something to look forward to, and and these young kids are just so exciting and, and to watch um, that I'm going to I'm going to put my money where my mouth is this week. Oh, I love it. A lot of value there. All right, guys. Well, let, let's step into the next game now. The reason I laugh is the Gold Coast Titans are taking on the New Zealand Warriors now. If anyone can t- tip this game, uh, you know, exactly or, or in any way close, you are a genius because these two teams are just so inconsistent. On their best day, they can beat any team in the competition and on the worst day, they can lose to Canterbury by 20 points. I mean, to be this fan base, it must be so frustrating. But anyway, let's go around the grounds and try and tip this one the best we can. Alex, good luck. But uh, who's your tip in this one, the Gold Coast Titans or the New Zealand Warriors? Titans, I think. They've just been a little bit more consistent than the Warriors. And, yeah, my, my, my bet's on the Titans for this one. It's, uh, look, that was a crushing loss against the, the Knights. But, uh, yeah, no, look, that's totally fair. Uh, Pierre, thoughts on this one? Yeah, look, I've tipped the Titans to win, and they're also my underdog tips. So um, definitely uh, going with the Titans to win this one. Stace? Yeah, I'm going to go against the grain, and I'm going to go the Warriors. Yeah, very nice. Look, again, you know, it's a 50-51 here. I'm going to go with the Titans. I think, um, you know, it was a crushing loss last week, but, you know, just be careful when when a team gets embarrassed, you know. Like, even though it was a last-second field goal, I think that really hurt a lot of those players out there. You saw, you know, the camera sort of skim the field after the full-time, and they were shattered. So I think that can go one or two ways, but I'm expecting a little bit of a bounce back this week. And, you know, they're they're not short of talent. They're stacked with talent across the board. It's just... You know, they're probably a few key signings away uh, from sort of being a dominant force. But, yeah, I think the Titans will get this one. But, hey, who knows when you're coming up against the Warriors. Very difficult one to tip. All right, guys, and to round off the final game of the final regular season, it's the West Tigers versus the Canterbury Bulldogs. Probably safe to say that both teams are probably looking forward to the preseason after what has been a challenging team. Alex, uh, in particularly the West Tigers, I mean, what a year to have a documentary crew follow you around. It uh, hasn't exactly gone to plan. No, I don't think it has for them. And, and maybe that was also part of the problem. You know, so, sometimes a, a distraction is not always a good thing. Um, but, yeah, no, I this one's going to be interesting. I, I really don't know who to pick for this one, but I think I might go with the Tigers. They yeah. might just edge them out. You know, Pierre, you know, one of the things with this one is that you can't – you can never say that the Bulldogs players don't try. They try each and every week. They just don't quite have the the, the, the players to, to get the result. Uh, but, you know, again, you, you think about teams that are going to try and, you know, make a bit of a statement to finish off the year. I'm, I'm sure both teams are going to be coming in desperate to, to try and, you know, put on a performance for their fans. But, um, yeah, what's your thoughts on this one, Tigers or Dogs? Yeah, I'm tipping the Tigers for this one, unfortunately. I just think the dogs are now too far behind to even um, catch up or even bank a W, a big dub. But, 
Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Tigers on this one, unfortunately. Yeah. I feel really bad saying that, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair enough. Look, I'm going to go the Tigers as well, but with zero confidence. Uh, the loss of Adam Dewey is massive. And uh, look, shout, shout out to Adam. You know, obviously it's devastating that he's done his ACL again. I think, you know, in what has been a really challenging season, I thought Dane Laurie and Adam Dewey really show promising signs as, as the future of that club and both have suffered pretty serious injuries. So uh, that's not good to see. So look, all the best, Adam, in your recovery. Um, hopefully all, all of that comes through really well and you can sort of hit the ground running uh, next year. Stacey, let's finish this one off. Who are you tipping, West Tigers or the Bulldogs? Oh, look, just because you all have said Tigers, I'm going to go Bulldogs, just just to be a little bit different there. I think that the loss of Dewey is going to play a big, big part in the Tigers game. Um, and I think that the, the Bulldogs might, you know, they might have had a bit of soul searching done and gone, it's our last game, let's just go hell for leather and, and take it as far as we can. So who knows, but I'm taking the Bulldogs. All right, guys, well, look, that's all the time we have uh, tonight. As always, just want to thank my panel uh, always bringing the heat and uh, yeah, great to uh, j- join the show and, and jump in and talk all things rugby league. And for our listeners, we really hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, as always, uh, to help the sports network, uh, what you can do, come, come and join us, try and help uh, uh, download, subscribe, uh, find us on social media. We're available on all platforms. Please like, comment, send us some feedback. We really do appreciate that. And until next week, see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.